Here we go with another episode. This one is with Bryce Den. He is the owner and creator of Bonafide Nutrition. It is a supplement company. He is located in Katy, Texas, but sells stuff all over the United States. And he just takes us through his journey of how he started it, the hard work it took, uh, some of the setbacks, and what all goes into the supplements we take in the health and nutrition industry. So I hope you enjoy this conversation as much as I did with Bryce Den. Okay, now we're rocking and rolling. Sounds good. All right, well, thanks, Bryce. Man, this is uh, this is pretty cool. I know I got your contact from my brother, um, and some sort of big fantasy football thing. I guess you live in, yeah. like, you're in Katy, right? Yeah, yeah, I'm outside of Houston in Katy, yeah. Yeah, and I take, take me through that day again that you had planned, because Philip was talking something about he had everything scheduled with sprints and... All sorts of activities. Yeah. So, so one thing that since we and I, I've, uh, I've you call him Philip, but I think it's weird, right? So, but I, um, I've always known him as Champ. Uh, <laughs> so, you know, Champ. Champ. Yeah. So whenever I got invited to the fantasy football group, that's kind of how our relationship kind of uh, took shape in a sense. Uh, which has been cool. So every year um, in the fantasy football thing, everybody either have a live draft in person, but I'd say the majority of people do their thing online, right? So the cool thing about what we do with our fantasy football draft is we make it a camaraderie thing um, because these are also people we, 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 we play in a spot every year. Um, and these are the same people that I grew up with. I, uh, I was roommates with and, and, and college um, i've known since eighth grade so we all have a really good relationship we talk every day in a group text uh, even if it's not about uh, fantasy football but every year we meet up uh, every single person shows up with a spouse family or whatever it is and um, you know everybody drives or flies just to do this one day event um, we turn it into a weekend thing but what's cool about it outside of the whole fantasy thing is it's a huge sports thing um, so every year we plan basically what we're going to do for this weekend everything has to be you know set in time because we play tennis uh we go hoop at the park uh we ran sprints uh this last time um we've we've done home run derbies um i mean it, so everything is very sports sports based for sure but i smoked all of them i don't know um if, if champ told you or not but everybody we everybody uh didn't they didn't they didn't know i had to speak but um, i smoked all of them in the sprint for sure <laughs> that's funny i'm gonna have to razz him about that one yeah because he came into it thinking that he was like i think I'll, I'll, I'll get third or fourth and he's he everything i've seen him do uh you know he's always been very good at sports wise basketball um and stuff and so for him saying he's gonna get third or fourth i think he knew he wasn't the fastest dude uh but it was funny because he was sending videos um of him and his boys um, he went and bought a parachute that you run with or whatever, and so he was basically um, practicing to get better <laughs> to win sprints uh, with the boys. Um, so, so yeah, it was pretty funny. We take it pretty serious for sure. Yeah, yeah, no, he like he stopped by my house, and I know he he takes it super serious. Anything competitive, he takes serious, man. Yeah, yeah, we had um, we it was a lot of fun because I'm uh, familiar with cornhole. Um, Champ and I were partners uh, one night, and we were untouchable. Not one person could even get close to beating us uh, whenever it came to cornhole. So I think everybody was pretty bitter 
after me smoking them in sprints. And then um, me and Champ just dominating cornhole for like all night. So it was fun. <laughs> Uh, yeah, he, uh, well, so you house all these people, I guess, and then he gave yeah. you the contact, you're like, some, you got in the nutrition business. Oh, yeah. you hear that? That's crazy, yeah, huh? That, that's the thunder? Yeah. That's, yeah, we got a bunch of lightning right now. From, <laughs> it's nuts. Um, but yeah, you, you started a nutrition company, and that has fascinated me, um, even, like, for a while, especially getting into, like, fitness stuff about, I never really worked out until about... I guess it was five years ago okay. I started doing CrossFit and then like that's pretty much the only thing that stuck with me and I've done it consistently and competitively for you know that amount of time but um, that got me into all the you know all the different nuances and different things that go along with fitness and health and then the background behind supplements is kind of fascinating because some people don't know what they put in those things like um, you know, when people say they get popped for stuff because they're taking a supplement, I know it's true because I have some uh, professional golfer friend that can only take a certain brands because he tests positive for stuff. You know, he for reads sure. all the labels and knows what it is. And then watching Bigger, Stronger, Faster, oh, and, yeah. and, you know, you see how those things are made, and you're like, holy smokes, this is yeah. insane. Like, it's that easy? Is it really yeah. that easy? And I'm like... And the crazy uh, thing is what that was in the... And I've seen it several times. I mean, that was was that the '90s or early 2000s? I think whenever that movie was made. But um, you know, it's, the industry has transitioned a lot since then. Um, you don't, in in good ways and bad ways, just because of um, money is involved and everything. You know, whenever there's a certain ingredient or you know, let's say an herb or something like that that's actually very effective from the earth in a sense that's not synthetically made. Um, you know, sometimes the government wants a piece of it in a sense and it may be pharmaceutical or something like that so it transitions into a pharmaceutical um, and, and out of the manufacturing process of, of supplement companies like that one. but I mean in a sense it's it's still kind of similar yeah so how did you get into it um, so I've ran so I, I think it was 19 whenever I first started working retail in a supplement store in Lubbock, Texas, and that was where I was born and raised. Oh. Um, so I was there uh, running supplement stores and, and working out, and I was interested and eager um, to learn more. And so at this point, everything was kind of self-taught in a sense as far as what worked well for my body, listening to other people that came in the store, what worked well for them, um, and then just the, the research behind it um, in a sense. And then I moved to Albuquerque after that, um, and I, I ran to nutrition nutrition stores um, in Albuquerque. I was there for, I guess, four, four years, I believe. Um, and then I moved to Houston, ran another uh, supplement store. Um, and then, to be honest with you, I, I got tired of the industry. Um, I got tired of um, the underdosing of ingredients because your body has a certain dosage that is uh, beneficial for you for those actual ingredients to work and be beneficial. Um, and then on top of that, it's also the transparency. Um, I, I believed, uh, my partner believed that, you know, you should be able to know what you're putting in your body based off of what the label is telling you. Um, so we got tired of it. Uh, we put some pen to paper and we've been in the, at that time I was in the industry, I guess already probably 10 years, um, just being self-taught, um, understanding the industry in itself. And then, um, man, we, we manufactured, contacted manufacturer, and then um, we had our first bottle, um, 
and it was one flavor. But before that, the crazy thing is I was actually at home buying raw ingredients, measuring it all out, putting it in baggies. It was unflavored, but it was pure. Um, and so I was literally selling 20 of those baggies per serving. Uh, unflavored, it tasted absolutely awful, but it worked. Um, and so people were actually interested, contacted me because they were actually seeing results in a sense. So, and then then we finally got a uh, contact with the manufacturer. Uh, we had one flavor, um, and um, man, I, I guess the rest is history. Kind of after that, but now that's pretty cool. So you're already selling the stuff on the side, unflavored, and then uh, decided like, what made you? It was it a pretty easy transition to go like, I th- I'm going to do this on my own. Um, you know, I, I, to be honest with you, I had no idea where it was going. I had no idea that it was going to be to where we have 12 SKUs today, right? So, um, it was all kind of a trust, faith aspect. I, I, I just thought it was cool, you know? Um, and, um, and then whenever people were like, dude, this is awesome. You know, what you guys are doing is cool. What you're formulating is cool. Um, the support that we had locally um, was phenomenal. And that's why Houston continues to be, um, you know, one of our best markets, just because that's kind of where we got started. So did sales like spike up immediately once you turn this into an actual business or did it take a while to get things going? Yeah. So we started with um, three locations. So the thing is, with it is the industry is so saturated, right? That there's so many different supplement companies. You have to figure out like what makes you different, right? Outside of flavor, outside of ingredients, outside of the person actually behind the brand. Um, the good thing is I've been in the industry. My partner was in the industry for so long. So we had an edge on what we felt like as far as, um, on the shelf presence, like what the product would look like stand out next to everything else. And we also knew how to talk to customers. And we also knew basically how to, I'd say, um, just relate in a sense, but we also knew what retailers were looking for, right? So uh, my whole thing is while we were confident with the product, we were confident with what was inside of it. So we would go up to these stores and say, hey, look, I'll give you 10 bottles, right? I'll go pass out samples, send them your direction, and let's see what happens. And you don't have to pay me for those bottles until the product was sold. Um, so in like a week, I checked in on one of the on one of the stores, um, and they've sold out. That's uh, in um, a week? Yeah, in a week. So um, at that point, he was like, well, obviously, you know, somebody likes the product. Um, so let me get some more, and let's see if they come back for it. No problem. While well, I'm still send, you know, sending out more samples, um, passing out, talking to people at the gym. I'm at the gym every day. Um, so my whole thing, I would just walk up and talk to people and say, hey, man, try this out. Something new. Um, and I was just kind of telling the background, the story of what we believe in and why we're doing what we're doing. And do you, did you find so the like labeling on the outside to be important? And I've wondered this because Absolutely. this is like – the label kind of sells it to me. It does. Like yeah. if, it, if it looks cheap on the outside, it, I, it just, you just imagine it being cheap on the inside. Or if you, if you look at the outside, go, man, that probably has all sorts of crap in it. You know, like sure. you just get that feeling from the label. It may not be true. You know, you're selling it out of baggies and it's unflavored, but it makes a yeah. difference. Yeah. Well, and I think that's, that's, 
that's a process, right? So I think everything with the whole business side of it um, is a transition. So whenever we first came out, our, our bottling didn't look great because we didn't really have those contacts yet of, of who to contact for these certain aspects of what we were wanting to do. Um, so, you know, that was a transition um, once we actually started um, seeing product move. We were contacting different label people, different uh, people who have different types of bottles, like glass, like glossy black um, and shimmery bottles with labels and things like that, textured labels, things like that. Uh, and so one thing that we also um, did was we, and I, I still to this day have not seen another company do it, and, and, and it's probably out there, there's just so many, but on the actual label, we we tell we outside of the label we, we actually break down every single ingredient and and tell you what the benefits of those ingredients are so that way we're educating as well and so we want you to know what you're taking we want you to understand what you're putting in your body what the benefits are so we put it on the label you know we we literally broke down the definition and the benefits of each ingredient on all of our products that's pretty cool did that take a lot of work on your part or did you get that done from the manufacturer Nope, it does. So we have to write it up. Um, so basically, our label people, um, they're very good at what they do, but we're, we have to write that out. Um, so we, we basically tell them what to put on our labels. So, I mean, it, it took some time. Uh, anytime we come out with a new product, it takes time for us to sit down um, and actually describe every single ingredient on that product. Now, did you make this price point when you first started out um, selling this stuff in the stores? Did you make the price point something that's like cheap so people buy it, or was it pretty competitive with everything else? Um, ours is a little bit more on the high end. Um, so right off the bat. Yeah, right off the bat. Um, and it kind of goes. It's it, it's it was actually a very tough decision because we actually reduced it a little bit because as we've grown we've been able to get our costs cheaper. Um, and what our whole goal was, was not to put that back in our pockets. It was actually to make the product cheaper. Um, so that way it is more competitive. Um, but every company is different in, you know, what they're looking for as far as price points go. Um, ours is one of the more expensive. If you, if you walk into any store, it's, I'd say it's the, the top level as far as price points. Um, but it's not one of those price points that is basically, overwhelming where it's costing you $70, right? It's something like that. Um, but the cool thing is um, we want our product. We know it costs us a lot more to manufacture our stuff because of the dosage amount that we put in there and the exotic things that we put in there to make it actually better. Yeah. So that's pretty, that's interesting and almost backwards than normal. You like, you started out with a higher price point and then lowered it once you got your cost down versus trying to push the product and get it in people's hands, you know, thinking you've got to go cheap. You you just priced it where you needed to price it. Yeah. Well, and the whole thing is, was being confident with what we formulated. Um, we don't, I mean, it, it literally takes us, you wouldn't believe the the amount of, of time it takes to be able to um, flavor our products. Um so with our pre-workout, we have turmeric in there. We don't use any dyes in any of our products, but our pre-workout has turmeric in there, 250 milligrams of good dose and 95% curcumin. So it has a natural yellow color, but if you can imagine how hard that is to flavor it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I drink so it every morning in my coffee. Yeah, but our flavors are phenomenal. 
um, but we will literally try 30 or 40 different flavor aspects uh, before we pinpoint exactly what flavor we want. That's with all of our products. That's the hardest part is flavoring our products. Now, why do you put the – so why is the turmeric in the uh, in the pre-workout? Um, so turmeric has – like um, the, the properties in, in turmeric are – phenomenal as far as um, sports performance wise and as far as overall health purposes um, as far as liver detox kidney detox uh, anti-inflammatory yeah uh, which a lot of people really suffer with whenever you're in the gym and you're working out as you get older in general um, but you know there's been studies as far as an- anti-cancer properties in there as well to help fight certain aspects um, so it's one of those our pre-workout isn't necessarily one of those ones like it's going to give you energy it's going to give you focus and it's going to send open up your veins to send the blood flow to the muscle um but we also look at an overall healthy aspect of it too um so and and we try to do that with all of our products some of them um we don't do that in a sense just because i feel like we're going outside of the box a little bit too much and maybe people just don't care because they're just very simplistic and they just want to figure out what they just want to go get what they want and you don't want to make things uh, it's lining over here now, but you don't want to make things too confusing for people in a sense, you know. So, um, but our pre-workout, I mean, it has if you're familiar with pine bark extract, um, is actually has it has great antioxidant purposes, but it actually has a nitric oxide aspect in it too um, that a lot of people don't know. We put dim in our in our uh, pre-workout too to help metabolize estrogen. Um, when people think of estrogen, they think of just women, right? But guys and females our estrogens rise um while our testosterone decreases so we like to actually help metabolize that every single day by using dim which is actually a source of broccoli so huh that's interesting i knew the the estrogen part because that's why they use estrogen blockers whenever they uh go off a cycle or whatever right and they get busted you know like everybody gets busted for that they don't get busted for the steroids Thing is like oh I'm taking it. Why were you on estrogen blockers, right? Yeah. So yeah. 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 So well, that's it's interesting because I know the the turmeric works really well for anti-inflammatory. Because I'm pretty, I mean, some of the stuff I guess I could say I get a placebo effect from, but most of the time when I drink something, I notice whether it works or not. Like I'm like, yeah, eh, that works or it doesn't work. Like I don't really notice a difference, you know. So I I don't take a lot of supplements myself, um, just because I didn't see the benefit of a bunch of them, but Turmeric's the one that we have consistently kept, and we drink it every morning in our coffee because we really feel like that anti-inflammatory uh, stuff working. I don't Absolutely. know, you know, I, I I believe in it. I think it works great. Um, yeah, as far as that is. And well, then another thing that we that I did that I found that worked awesome was you know that dehydrated dehydrated sweet potatoes like carbs. Yeah. After a workout, I drink that after a workout. It made me feel a yeah. hundred times better than the protein did. Absolutely. Well, and a lot of it, and, and there's so many studies based off of so many different aspects. So in the, in, in, the, in the society that we live in now, everything is so social media based and it's so clickbait based in a sense, right? So you really don't know who to believe. Um, my only protein shake is with my oatmeal for breakfast. Um, I don't do protein shakes after I work out. I drink amino acids. Um, I drink essential amino acids. I drink like glutamine, branched-chain amino acids, because that's actually keeping your body more anabolic, and that's what's actually going to help you recover after you work 
have to be worked out. And then it has electrolytes, right? So, you know, as you're sweating the CrossFit box, sweating like crazy, right? You yeah. sweat the good out with the bad. So you need those electrolytes in a sense to kind of refuel and rehydrate. Yeah, that's yeah. I noticed on your website um, that you had you promote the BCAs a lot. Yeah, um, that that was like a big thing when you scroll down, and you see it, which is a cool website too, by the way. Thank you. Um, yeah, we're um, we're trying to, and that's one thing we're trying to get better at. Um, the whole that's me and my partner. Uh, I mean, marketing wise, no clue. That's not our game plan. We have no clue. Like all these other people, um, all these other companies are just killing it with social media and all these things. And and we did all that by by hand. I mean, for three years. And then we finally hired a company. Uh, we were at that point, new transition, time to take on a new role. Um, and now they kind of help us with blogs and um, all different kinds of stuff just to kind of help um, educate in, in the purpose that we're trying to do. So you still have hands-on, you just don't handle the actual yep. production of that blog. Like somebody else writes it and puts it out there. Your thoughts, your your ideas, uh, yep. the information, you give it to them, they put it together and make it look good. Correct, exactly. They're just better at it than we are, right? So we, we do weekly conference calls um, just to kind of go over you know, the game plan for the week, what our game plan is for the month, what we'd like to do on social media, uh, what we want to do with our blogs, our website. They handle the back side of it, but we all collaborate together um, as far as, you know, what our goals are, for sure. Do you still manage it and watch it and make sure, like, it looks the way that you want it to look? Absolutely. Like, yeah, like- and the, yeah, the cool thing is, too, is, um, you, you know, they're on their um, – I'm still very, very active on our social media because I want to interact with all of our customers. Um, I'm still the, the one that um, answers emails. I'm still the one that answers any sort of comments or stories on Instagram, reposts, all those things. Like I, I want to be hands-on and I love being interactive with all our customers because that way I understand what they're doing, what their needs are, and we're not losing um, in any trends or anything like that. Or like touch. You feel like you're in touch with what people are liking, disliking, yeah it's like your baby yeah. though it's your baby you don't want to no, let go of that part and that's exactly what i was about to say I mean, this this is our baby you know like this is exactly i mean this is how we got started this is our livelihood this is what we believe in um and that's in, in all of our products we put what we believe in inside of it for sure do you do you push to get sponsored like sponsor athletes sponsor different people um, are, are, do you work those angles and how does that process how like how do you go about doing that that's kind of a tough process um, we have a couple that we work with a lot um, because they are thick and through bona fide supporters um, they strictly want um, to see us succeed because they love the product they love who we are they love what we're about and then at the same time they don't really they appreciate anything in return like that's what i love about working with some of them and some of them it's just not it's hard to do that you know a lot of times um people will post on social media and that and that's awesome and we appreciate any sort of post but doesn't mean necessarily they're buying the product, right? And so uh, that's where that 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 fickle area kind of comes in uh, with sponsoring athletes and stuff like that is because sometimes it just doesn't. There's no return on it. Yeah, yeah. It dep- like it has to have a person that can get your message out there um, yeah. to the right market that is going to put eyes on it that people that will buy it. You know, for sure. And yeah, so. I mean, and you can you can have thoughts on this, and maybe I'm wrong because these people seem to be successful. 
but it almost turns me off whenever I see everybody and their mother like, hey, um, I've got this thing, buy it for me and get a code or, you know, like those pyramid, sure. those pyramid things. Um, yeah. I almost turn away from buying those products just because of that. And it's not the fault of the people in the, like selling it or giving the discount. It's more of the company's philosophy behind that. Sure. Well, and that's a lot of, there's, there's different ways of the whole, that's their, that's their marketing side of it. Right. Um, I'm more of a hands-on guy just because we've been in the retail for so long. Like I love brick and mortar. Like I love, I travel, you know, a couple times a month and I just go and I go in stores and I give them samples. And, um, I just, I just want to talk to them, relate to them, tell them kind of what we're all about. Um, even though the social media side of it is huge because that's the day and age that we live in now. Um, but where it turns crazy is this week they're with this company next week they're with the next company you know so it's just they it, it just follows each other and just constantly changes so it's like do you really love the product um you know or is it just because you're getting free supplements or discounted supplements or or free apparel or whatever it is that the company does um but that's why we only we only really sponsor the ones who love the brand um because if they're promoting it we we want them to show the love and the results that they get from the actual product. And they're going to express that, um, you know, so, and it's, I don't tell them how many times to post, you know, they're going to do it out of the simplicity because they love the product. They want to talk about it. Not necessarily because I'm drawing up a contract saying, Hey, you must post this many times. You must do this many things. Like that's, that's just not how I like to work. Yeah. No, I, I and I appreciate that because it, it'll come off more genuine. Yeah. You know, yeah. it'll come off more like, you know, these people really do like it. They really do use it. And behind the scenes, people are going to see their social media post and they're going to see them use it at the gym, you know? Sure. So, I yeah. mean, that, that, all that stuff's going to help, help out. And so let's go in. I want to know more about like the, the breakdown, the nutritional side of everything as far as supplements and that, like, how did you pick the company? that you know got your flavors and you get your protein from um like it had to be a lot of research on your end if you want it to be you know real good stuff yeah and and that's the whole thing so our biggest thing is finding a company that is certified as far as manufacturing goes um because our big push with our products is we actually have a lot of athletes, professional athletes, college athletes, high school athletes to take our products. So the first thing is you formulated a product that is, is it's not NSF certified because I don't get any of my stuff NSF certified because it's crazy expensive. No. Um, and all it is is just a logo to say that, right? But it doesn't necessarily mean the products aren't, um, the products aren't necessarily, um, legal in a sense for what they're trying to do um, but if it's certified you at least know what's coming in and out of those facilities based off of the certification um, so that's kind of what we do the manufacturing process is really honestly um, it's the hardest thing that we have to deal with um, because you're constantly not they don't only just manufacture your products they manufacture whoever else they're doing as well and then you have to anticipate your growth on top of what you're already selling right and then I, and then it's on top of that they send you flavor samples they're sending you samples of new products that you want to do because we try everything like i the the minute that that product hits my door after we formulate the product i try it 
So I want to feel it. I want to get the. I want to get an understanding for it based off of how we formulated it, and then I'll know whether or not it's good or not um, based off of that. And then I'll pass out samples to friends that um, that have been been around for a long time, um, and so that way they can get a feel for it too, and then I can get their feedback on it. Now, does the manufacturing company have these things like tested? Have you ever had them sent off and tested? And yeah, so we've had our products third party tested before. Uh, and the cool thing is we actually um, have the option to do that in-house as well, right? So um, it costs extra money to be able to test for like metals and all those little things inside amino acids and things like that. Um, and they test for all that stuff. And that's the good thing about that is that's whenever you start rolling into certified facilities that are, that are good facilities um, because they thrive off of that. Um, their biggest thing is they want to have those massive companies manufactured through them um, because that's I mean that's how they make money at the end of the day. Yeah, and I was just curious, you know, because you obviously you want to put a quality product out there, but you're having to trust in the hands of this gigantic factory that's making, you know, a bunch of people's stuff, and they may be certified. But you need, like, I'm putting myself in your shoes. I would want, like, some extra confidence that when I put that thing out there that it's going to be what I say it is. Because the last thing I want is somebody to, you know, I'm getting what I think is right. I did all the research. But then somebody goes out and has it tested, and they're like, hey, this has this in it. And you said it has this, and it doesn't have it. You know, that sort of thing. And, and uh, I mean, that would just, like me, it would crush me to be like, man, I promoted this as being healthy and this and pure and... It's not, you yeah. know? Well, and the thing is, too, that you also have to remember, um, you know, that also falls back on them, right? So that's the last thing um, a certified facility is going to want is out of all these products that are getting manufactured and ingredients that are getting manufactured through there, it's, it's got to fall back somewhere because it's at the end of the day, it's someone's responsibility. Um, and so that's why a lot of these manufacturers are really good at what they do. Um solely for the fact that they don't want any uh, any backfire on what they're doing. No, right on. Well, that's pretty cool. And it's cool that you've done all the research. And it sounds, you know, obviously watching the movie, it's like, okay, it's super duper easy. But to create a business and what I've learned through just, you know, even the little coffee that I have, this podcast and the stuff that I get to, there's so much work that you don't realize. Like I thought video editing was just a bunch of guys that had a talent to be able to sit there and, uh, look at videos, put them together, you know, just a bunch of dorky yeah. dudes. And then I start trying to do it, and I'm like, holy smokes, this is some serious work. And Absolutely. not just talent, like, it's hard work. And so I, I got a new level of appreciation for, like, the production side of everything. And and what it sounds like, you know, you've been, how long were you, 10 years, you said, in the supplement industry, yeah, you know, before you branched out on your own? Um, so you're soaking up all this information then doing all your research and, uh, I mean, it's really, nothing comes super duper easy. They think, oh, you just started, you know, if Philip just, or I'll call him champ for us, you know, champ tells me, Hey, this guy just started, you know, he started a supplement company, you know, makes it sound super easy. Like, oh, the guy just went out and just started it and sold stuff. But there's a bunch of stuff behind the scenes that if you want it to be successful and those pro athletes to take it. You you have to put in this hard work. Yeah. Well, man, I can't tell you. Um, and the the days are still um, coming. I mean, I I sat in my office and I'm like, Bryce, do what did you get into? Like, 
you're not going to do this, man. Like, you've, you've done really well, but today's the breaking point. Like, you're done, right? And then, dude, I, it's just taking a deep breath. And then the next day, uh, I feel like sometimes after um, those hard days, something amazing happens, you know, and you're like, awesome, dude. Like, yesterday I was sitting here at my desk um, in the worst mood ever because it was just – not everything was going right. And then, you know, God was like, Hey man, I got you in a sense, you know? So, um, but this whole process has been nothing but, um, dude, sweat and blood and tears and faith and just kind of, and, and my biggest thing is trust in the process because, um, and not getting away from the roots to where you started, um, and not getting away from understanding what people love and the reason why they go to the gym every single day and the reason why they actually take supplements. Um, and I think that's, uh, one thing that still, you know, gets me every day. That's why I wake up at five thirty every morning, um, to get up and get going and, and do what I have to do. So. so do you go, do you travel around to different gyms when you go to these things or do you just like work out mainly at your home gym and meet, you know, know people there? I am, uh, I am Mr. Two and a half, three hour at the gym. Um, in, in certain ways, I don't want to be, but um, it just depends on what gym I go to. I, I don't have a home gym. Um, I love working out where there's people. I love working out where there's motivation. It's good for business, too. Um, you know, so, um, you know, like people refer to me like Mr. Bonafide in the gym. They don't even know my name. It's just Mr. Bonafide in a sense, right? So, uh, but it's just because I've been passing out samples of these people and I've known them since. Um, I go to probably three or four different gyms a month. I go to different ones um, just because I, I love the different camaraderie. I love the different people. And at the same time, it's also showing face and, and still telling those people that are still supporting us, like, thank you. I'm still here. I'm not going anywhere just because, you know, we're growing as a business and stuff like that. Like, does, doesn't mean I'm going to a different gym or uh, I'm going to my home gym to get away from everybody. Like, I still love the feedback and, and want to tell people thank you so much every day for the support. Do you find a lot of pressure in being fit, having a company that's in the fitness industry? Absolutely. I, my biggest thing is, like, I, I love the gym. The gym is my therapy. Um, and But also, let's be honest, right? You go work out because you want to look good, right? So, uh, <laughs> yeah. um, I mean, that's that's the biggest thing. So, I mean, I want to – I love looking good, but at the same time, I want people to say, hey, like, the dude takes products, but he also stands behind it based off. He's in here every single day, six to seven days a week. Um, and he sweats just like we do. Um, and he's, and he takes supplements just like we do in a sense. So, um, it is a big deal for me to, to look the part when it is, um, supporting a company that is not necessarily, you don't have to be in shape to take it because you all have your levels of beginning, right. And you're on your way to being able to reach your goals. Um, but I think it is important to, for me to look like I've been doing this for a while for sure. That way. Yeah. That, I mean, not that people can't take it at any level and getting started. I love seeing people, you know, we, me and my wife watch people like running in the morning, walking, you know, and they get yeah. up early and they're making effort and it's the middle of summer in Texas, you know, and you can tell they've just started out and you're like, man, good on you. Like that is yeah. exactly that's what people need to do more. You know, that's what we love about Utah and Oregon is that when you go there, people are outside doing stuff all the time and they're trying to get active and just be moving, you know. But as far as like when you're selling a nutrition supplement from a company, people are going to look at that and and go, I want to be like that. And if that guy's not in shape, sure. then why should I take that product? 
Absolutely, yeah. I, and I agree. And that's the whole thing, like, with anybody. Like, I tell a lot of people, no matter where you start, like, just just, just do something daily, right? Just stay active and, and just try to stay motivated. And staying motivated is the hardest aspect of it, you know? Just keep reaching those goals. It doesn't have to be a, a yearly goal. You know, set weekly goals by just going to the gym five days this week. You know, and that's a lot easier than saying, hey, I want to lose 20 pounds this much or this month and, and, and just see where it takes you. Yeah, just check in. You know, like, I think some of the, that attitude, like, you know, you you loving to go to the gym and, you know, work out and stress your body and go through all that stuff. Some of that, that bleeds over into your business. You know, like you said, you yes. have bad days. You have bad days and you can't, you, well, you, not every day is great at the gym either, you know, but yeah. You know, you've you've learned to like push through these bad days. You know that you have to just show up. Like showing yeah. up's the the biggest part of the battle, and then putting forth your effort when you show up, no matter how good that day is. Whether you're messing up, making mistakes, whatever it is, you know things don't go your way and out of your control. As long as you keep trying, you know you're going to be successful in the long term. Right. And so, like, I think the working out part kind of teaches you that for sure. Yeah, and I think it goes with anything like it in life um one thing that i've learned through this company um is how to adapt um because there's been so many ups and downs and but it's in life in general i think adapting and being consistent um is the greatest thing that you can do to help yourself succeed um adapting and because you don't know what's going to happen today or tomorrow as far as just life in general but even whenever it comes to this, like your coffee business, right? Like you've had to, you thought it, you thought something was going your way, and then all of a sudden, dude, it was a, a a slider that just fell off the table, right? And you're just like, holy crap, right? So, but you just have to adapt, um, and you have to figure out a way to make it work, but make it work in the way that it's supposed to, not because it was just your idea. That doesn't necessarily mean that you're always right. If that makes sense, you know. So, but every day I have to sit in here. On those days that um, maybe sales are just slow or something like that, because you have ups and down seasons, but it's still just being consistent and and pushing hard every single day to, and then you never, and then you're just gonna have that, that one day that you're like, dude, killed it today, right? They just made up for like the two days that you were had awful days. So you just never know, and you know, so adaptation and consistency is huge. And just knowing that those like you have a certain belief in your ability, and I really like. I really like the fact that you go put yourself out there face to face because social media is a real important part. Like there's nothing, it's a crazy sales tool, right? But nothing, nothing replaces when you see somebody face to face and you just to make a connection, not even a necessary, like, yeah, you're selling a product, but when you go in there genuinely because you love the industry and you know what you're doing and you just want to make a connection with these people and get your product in the store and see if it sells um, nothing replaces that, you know, yeah. like you can put all the social media posts out there. If I walk in the door and I create a face to face relationship, I'm going to win. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and it's like, and that's the reason why I like to travel because I want, I want people to see who's behind the company. Right. So, and, and really literally whenever I walk in, I, I always take like the five to 50 AM flight out. And I, I land and I go to the gym whenever I get to whatever time that I'm at because I just want to get some blood flow, a little therapy action. And then I go to however many stores I can fit in in that town. And one day I stay the night, I hit, I go to the gym, I hit as many as I can do, and I take the last flight out and I fly home. 
Um, so, I mean, it's, it's, it's nonstop. I'm exhausted. Um, I don't know how many times I haven't gotten home until 3 a.m. because of a delayed flight or, you know, whatever the issue is. And then, you know, I have uh, two daughters, so you still have to wake up at 6 o'clock in the morning um, and still do your thing, you know. So, um, which, but it's all good because I think it keeps you humble in a sense, you know, and um, it keeps the motivation there. So, but I want them to know who's behind the brand, and they're like, oh, so you own the company? I'm like, yeah, you know, this is how we started, and um, and I like to, to tell them how we got started because it, it does mean something to me. Not only that, you're flying out to these places and you're not always getting yeses. Oh, no. And the whole thing is, to be honest with you, um, man, if I can get a 10% rate as far as the stores, like if I hit 100 stores and I get 10, I, it's a win in a sense because um, because those stores reorder. Once we get in stores, we do really, really well because of how well we can relate with the, the actual people running the store. We provide a ton of sample support because we want people to try the product uh, because it's awesome. Um, and then once they try it, they come back and get it. And then they're reordering, right? And then they're good customers. And then every month we're getting orders, right? So it all it's a trickle effect, but you just have to trust it. So what's the future look like? What what are you looking at as far as innovated innovation-wise? Like is your brain constantly moving towards what you're going to do next, like different kinds of products? Like are you going to do – like what a lot of people are doing, canned uh, pre-workouts, you know, pre-canned, pre-mixed stuff right. uh, for um, people, that sort of man, thing. The last thing I want to do is try to compete with Bang and, and all these other people <laughs> because uh, I don't have the money and the capital to do that anyway. Um, but our, our biggest thing, um, so right now we, we are reformulating our aminos. Um, we're adding essential amino acids to the formula. Uh, we are changing up the flavors a little bit. Um, we just kind of wanted to enhance it a little bit based off of the trend of the market, and then we were just going to make it even better. Um, and so we're going with that. We launched a new nitric oxide pump product powder um, just recently. That was our newest product, and it's flying like crazy because there's no caffeine or stems, just straight pump, blood flow to the muscle, which is great for, like, CrossFit if you don't want that caffeine energy aspect but it's great for endurance and recovery and sending blood to the muscle we're working on a, a capsule version of that as well for people that don't want to mix the powders and stuff like that um longevity dude i, I have no clue i didn't know we would be where we are today um three years ago right so i hate sitting there saying that um what's in the future because I, I don't know um but all I, all I do know is I continue that we, I hope that we grow um, and, and people can continue to take our products and understand, you know, what we're about. No, I kind of dig, I mean, I really kind of dig the attitude of, like, you know, that sort of thing um, of you don't really have a plan. You're kind of malleable to wherever, you know, you, you mentioned you're changing your formulation based on the markets because the there's always, in, in science, they're always proving themselves wrong no matter what For it sure. is. And so all these things we're taking, it's the best that we have now with the information that we have. But there's going to be something come out where this study shows that this is actually works better than this, you know, and, and, and it's going to change. Do you trust it? Huh? Do you trust it? Right? Yeah. So then you're just like, all right, so let's go to the drawing board, right? Let's figure it out. Let's try it ourselves. Let's do a little research behind it. Um, and then and then make a make a decision because when you manufacture products it has to sell right or otherwise you're just sitting on it so yeah. um, <laughs> the good thing is we've, we've developed a, a great brand and a, and a reputation like what's what's phenomenal with what we've done and i think it speaks a lot for 
one, the ingredient aspect of it, the dosing and the flavor aspect, we honor all returns, right? So if there's any returns that are brought to the store, like we comp that out, we don't hardly, we, like our, our return ratio is stupid low. Um, like it never happens. Some people, the one return that we usually get is because of, uh, they didn't like the way it tastes. You know, so, which is hard in a sense because everybody's mouth, their palate, the way they taste is is, is so different um, that you just, you're, you're never going to get it right whenever it comes to flavoring aspects. Uh, but that's the only reason that we hardly ever get returns. Yeah, what they're used to, you know. Yeah. And you can't please everybody. You know, you know no. there's no way you can make everybody. That's why there's so many supplement companies. They, they like, you know, they find their thing that they like and they go with it. But it's really cool to see that you can have another one, you know. And uh, and then it sells. Like you know, you start this thing and it just sells. And I mean, yes, it helps that you're in uh, Katy instead of in some small little town. You know where it's going to sure. be tougher. But at the same time, you think of all the different brands out there and all the different choices that people would buy, and they still try it. You know, you just yeah. walked in and gave that to them. I doubt that those people were really pushing that product. Like, hey, come over here and try this. You know, like it. The I, I haven't been in a GNC very often, but when I walked in, they were constantly pushing their product and this product, and you know, they're like, "No, don't get this one. Get this one. It's the same thing." You know, that sort of stuff. I highly doubt they're doing that with some new guy that walks in from a local place to say, "Hey, I'm just going to give you ten bottles of protein. See if it sells." Right. Yeah, and and that's the whole thing. It's 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 all about the confidence that that we have. You know, I, I wouldn't be able to do it. And that's. We manufacture a ton of sample packs. Um, a lot of companies don't do that. It's expensive to manufacture individual sample packs, but we throw that in our marketing budget because we are so confident with the product and we want people to try it because when they try it, they go get it because it works. Um, so, you know, why would you not want people to try your product out before they buy it? Um, if, if the product works, that's, that's common sense to me. So do you, do you travel around too and go to these shows and these functions and stuff and set up booths and, you know, with your, I guess you said you had a partner, you go there and, and, and both of y'all go there and just put the work in with, for these shows and all the different events. Yeah. One of our, yeah. One of our biggest ones is here in Houston. Um, and it's big to us because one, it's Houston. It's a big fitness city. There's 7 million people in the area. Um, you know, it's kind of like Dallas Fort Worth, but, um, you know, this is where we started. This is uh, where people know us. This is, um, if it wasn't for these people supporting us locally, we wouldn't be able to grow nationally. Um, and so we go for two full days and we're on our feet for two full days and we set up and, and we sample out products. And um, it's, it's been amazing um, from the day, our very first event that we went to, that expo, to three years and the one seeing the product growth as far as how many products we have now compared to wherever we first started. And then the people that come up to us say, dude, we've been taking your product since it was the white bottle, which is the original product that we ever had. Um, so and it's just it's humbling. It, it keeps us motivated um, that people still believe in what we're doing. Um, and we meet new people every year. Um, and then the next year they come and tell us like how much they love our products now, you know? So every year we, so now we're actually bringing more people to the expos with us because, uh, my partner and I are spending more time just talking to people, um, just because they, they, they've taken the product for so long and just showing appreciation for that. 
So you guys have employees too is that, that help you out? Like, no. Dude, it's, just, it's me and my partner. Man, we handle all the shipping. Um, the outside of the marketing people that we just hired, um, we handle the manufacturing side of it. We handle a whole, I'm dude, everything shipping, boxing, um, labels, dude. I mean, you name it. I mean, it's just us two. Um, we bring out, um, honestly, we like, we don't, these people that come out to, to help us uh, with the expos are people that have been big supporters of us since day one and they don't ask for a dime. They just want to go and help out. Absolutely. And yeah. have some fun at a fitness expo. You know, yeah. they get in for They're free. Fun. <laughs> the, the expos are fun. Yeah, they get in free. Uh, you know, they get to go walk around, meet Jay Cutler and, and all these people and all, all the FEMA models and or whatever's there, you know. So they enjoy it, but um, they also just, you know, appreciate what, what we've done and, and they show support for that. that. That's awesome, man. I dig the whole, like, how it all started and everything. Um, I'm fascinated with, like, entrepreneurism and business owner you know doing what you love for a living i'm yeah. really fascinated with that and it, it's it's something i think that is it's super for me it's super important that i always try to search for something um that i enjoy to do that might bring back some income you know they can support sure. the family because i'm gonna work hard whether i like it or not it's, but i'll yeah, work it's your passion you work right? 10 we, times harder whenever it's your passion you know absolutely and then it's not really it doesn't feel like work. It is work. So you can't say that you don't work a day in your life, but it's it's fun. Like it's yeah. you know, it's like yeah. when when we go out and we mow the yard and we do like we have a little garden in the corner. We've kind of got into gardening here. We have a house now and everything and um we go out there and we do yard work. It's so rewarding. It's hard work, you know. You're hauling bags right. of dirt, you're shoveling stuff, you're It's yours. Yeah, it's but yours, you yeah. stand back and look at it after you're done like I like this. You know, yeah. like you feel feels good it, it kind of wears off it wears off after a while but um i think so we've been in two houses um but every one of them i think whenever we got like the keys of the house after we had like nighttime dude i'm outside by hand watering the yard like there's no reason for it but i just <laughs> want to be outside you know by hand watering the yard there's no there's no point to it but i've, I've done that several times you know but I think it's just because, like, yeah, this is my yard. This is my water hose. This is my yard. You know, so I get it. Yeah, the ownership in anything. I think it's really important. Like, you have to take ownership in your, your supplement company. Yeah. You know, if if something goes wrong, it's your fault. If something Absolutely. goes right, it's your fault. If some, yeah. you know, like if somebody ships out a wrong box, who shipped it? You did. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, you can't sit there and point the fingers at anybody and say, oh, well, this guy messed up. I'm sorry. You know, no, it was you. And you have yeah. to... Get on the phone, call people, take that call, accept it. Like the accountability is there and the ownership in the entire thing, good and bad, is yeah. on you. And and it means more. So whenever you sell one bag of protein, I imagine it's like when I sold one bag of the coffee, I was the happiest person in the world. I was like, this is the most amazing thing ever. Absolutely. Um, you know, it's one I bag of coffee. Yeah. I, mean, I, I still get, uh, you know, the whole butterfly aspect of that runs through me whenever someone, somebody new uh, that comes up and is like, dude, this is the best thing I've ever taken. I've, ta- I've been taking supplements, you know, half for 10 years or however long it's been. And there's like, dude, this is the best thing I've ever taken, you know? So, I mean, that's why we started the company and that's what keeps us motivated. And how long have you been doing it again? Um, it's been three, four years. So, um, I think that's, I think that's when you know you're doing something that you absolutely love when you're like four years, you've got accounts 
you know, obviously you're flying, so you've got accounts, you know, all over the country yeah. that you're shipping to. Yeah, and and sold lots of product because that's your main job. If you did yeah. it, you wouldn't have a house, you know, that right. sort of thing. Yeah. And to still get the butterflies over the small things and the enjoyment out of that stuff, I think that you, you know that's a perfect sign that you're doing something that you should be doing. Right. Yeah. And absolutely, man. I, and like I said earlier, I mean, there was definitely times where I was like, dude. You screwed up. You screwed up, dude. You know, um, but um, but it's you know I think it makes you better, right? Um, just to kind of go off topic a little bit, one of those like the whole adaption things. We had a logo. Um, like if you're familiar with bodybuilding.com, um, but whenever they were like you know a lot more like they were they were it. Whenever it came to the supplement industry online, it was really just them. Um, we had a logo that was nowhere identical to what there was and this was six months into our company and we got a cease and a cease and destroyed letter from bodybuilding.com saying that they were going to file a lawsuit on us if we did not change our logo um so in a sense like that where we are nothing we are the tadpoles of the pond um and a multi-billion dollar company is saying not today, you know, in a sense. And so, um, but what do you do, right? So do you, do you sit there and say, no, um, F you, I'm keeping my logo. Or do you say, dude, our logo is nowhere near of who we are as a company because we just started and we'll just start over. It's no big deal. Right. So I think a pride, pride comes in a lot, uh, a lot, whenever it comes to running a, a company, I think you have to drop your pride, um, and just figure out like, Hey, is this best for the company to move forward or is it not? So we've been, we've definitely been through some adversity for sure. So you should do you, I mean, did it hurt you a little bit when they said like, you're like, man, that's my logo. Like that's my brand. Yeah. I mean, it, it did, but it wasn't something that I was like, and this is the end of the world because it wasn't, um, we've adapted a lot. Like a lot of our, our labels have changed in a sense in the, in the three years. And, uh, we had a bulldog on our label at the beginning. And the reason why we had a bulldog on it was because one being in the stores for so long, I don't know how many times we had somebody come in and was like, Oh man, I took this pre-workout and I loved it. Oh man. What was it called? I don't remember. Okay. Well, what color was the bottle? Uh, blue, black, maybe it had like some red on it. Oh, well, you know, that's every bottle in a sense, right? So <laughs> our biggest thing was putting uh, a bulldog on there because that way they're going to notice it. And, and it's crazy because people still tell us today, like, oh, man, you're not going to bring the bulldog back because people would come in and say, hey, that pre-workout, I don't know what it would call, but it had a bulldog on it. Oh, it had a bulldog on it? It was bona fide. You know, so um, that got us to where we are today, but we eventually had to adapt because um, – Marketing is everything, and you don't realize that a bulldog on a label can scare a female to think that it's not for a female, or it's too powerful for maybe a guy or a girl that just started working out and thinks that that bulldog is like the strongest thing in the world. In the world, right? So, so we took away from the bulldog, and we have, you know, so everything is is all about adapting. Well, this is a fascinating thing to me too because. I mean, what you said makes sense. It's silly to me, but it makes sense. You know, you know, people just starting out, it can be overwhelming. Uh, that's when people think about CrossFit. They're like, oh, it's exactly what the games is all the time. They walk in and they see a bunch of people without shirts on. They're running around like 
maniacs. They're throwing things. They don't know why they're throwing things that way. Um, And then they're exhausted laying on the floor and they're like, oh, I can't be like, this is intimidating. When really, if you get into it, it's for everybody. Like they make it, and you want everybody to get in there and it's a good source of like overall total body fitness, the whole shebang. But it's intimidating when you see it from the outside. You see that bulldog, like what you, yep. you know, like your label. But it's fascinating to me the psychology behind. Did you did you find out that you sold more when you changed that bulldog logo? Um, the first thing people think of whenever you start changing um, logos and things like that, they immediately think that you change the entire product. Um, that's the first thing that clicks in people's brains because. A lot of these other companies, that's what they do, right? So whenever they want to refresh something, they change the entire product label and then try in the entire product ingredient profile. Um, so then people are like, dude, why did you change that? I liked it. Why are you messing with things? Um, so whenever that happened, we're like, dude, same ingredient profile. Nothing changed. We just took the bulldog off and we slapped a new logo on there. And it looks better now anyway. Um, it looks more professional. Um, I had one account say that uh, it looked too cartoonish. Um, so, um, uh, but everybody's different, right? So um, you just, but yeah, and that, that, that's kind of the transition that we took there. So you just rebranded yourself to something that fit more of what you were looking to get your product in the market. Yeah. And you see the psychology behind it's crazy. It's it's amazing how that's not a you wouldn't call that a sales call, you know? You wouldn't call that you were but it's so important to your sales. Yes. Like it actually does sell your yeah. stuff. You know, something yeah. as simple as as putting the thought behind the minor detail of your logo and yeah. who you who it sells to. But like you said earlier, right? I mean, marketing, shelf presence, um, labels, how good they look, how crisp it looks is, um, it's, I mean, it's a, it's a Corvette to a Camry, right? I mean, as far as like, yeah, you're going to pay more for it, but which one is sexier in a sense, right? So, um, and the thing is like the price point may be the same, but if the price point is similar, maybe five bucks more, but your labeling is better and you're, and you don't understand the ingredient profile, um, which one are you going to pick? Yeah. So, but then again, people would do the opposite of say what I would think. So, and it will never get it right. It's just trying to, you know, trying to figure out to, to the masses, but you're not going to get everybody. No, but I mean, you'll be successful if you put the work in to do the little things. Like you're doing the little things. You're putting the ingredients on the label. You're outworking somebody that is going to go cheaper because it costs more to do that and is more is harder work, you know. So you're you're making yourself different, like you said, in a market of a bunch of people, you know, a bunch of different product in the world. How are you? How are you going to stand out? Which is hard because you got a bunch of people like you going. How am I going to stand out? I know. You know. And, that's the, and I think that's what's been the biggest blessing of it all is. Um, uh, basically, like there are, and now in the last three years, it's blown up even more. As far as more companies are are showing up and popping up, uh, but how we've been able to still grow um, in in the market that you know it's not just those big companies anymore. Um, you know, and, and, and the, the industry is growing in, in general, um, but. It, it wasn't about getting in and taking over. Um, it was it was just you know 
getting a piece of it um, and then also getting the best product for the person. I like it, man. Well, I appreciate your time, Bryce. This is awesome. Of course. Um, it's been a lot of fun. I really dig it, and I'm probably going to hit you up if I have, like, supplement questions. I'll just text you, like, hey, man, what's – Please do. Like, yeah. just curious. I'm not really buying anything, uh, like, as far as supplement goes, but uh, I get all my stuff from Whole Foods and whatnot. And, but my wife does BCAA, so maybe we'll order right. some and give, you, give it a shot, yeah. man. Absolutely. If you ever have any questions about anything that uh, necessarily I don't have, I mean, dude, I'd love to just help you out as far as give you um, my – expertise and what i've learned throughout the years and, and if i can do that to help you out man, i'd be more than happy to heck yeah man i'm just a curious guy i like to know things like hey did you hear this like what's this product about like what's the yeah. story um so do you sell your products in call in the college station area um in college station we do not no not a, no. not a single place no no so um college station area would be website um, so bonafidenutrition.com or Amazon. Gotcha. And then where are your stores? What what stores are you in, I guess, locally? And then if you want to throw some out to, you know, wherever. Um, so Houston, for sure. Um, Dallas-Fort Worth area. Uh, West Texas. Uh, California. Um, man, Arizona. Uh, Northeast, Midwest. You, we're, we're pretty spread out. And just, is there any particular store you have contracts with? Or is it just... No, um, and man, what's cool is I some of the best like um, best people I've 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 come in contact with over the last three years are, are store owners or um, employees that just work in the store. Like, I mean, these guys that work in the store will tag me on social media, and we talk like we're boys, you know. Because I mean, that's kind of where we 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 have the same passion, um, and we can joke around, and we can relate to so many different aspects. And uh, I've built. I, I can't. I mean, the amount of people that um, that I've come to know and talk to um, over the last three years has been just insane. Um, and, and it's, it's pretty cool. I love how this business works. Like, it's kind of neat that it, you know, there's, there's no big contracts to get in the stores. You just fly, you fly around and Hey, want to yeah. put my product in? Yes. Well, okay. And yeah. And the cool thing is, I mean, whenever you get on a certain, um, like outside, like at the end of the day, it's all business, right? They're trying to be successful. I'm trying to be successful. Uh, we're, we're both trying to put good products in their stores to give to the consumer. Um, but it's cool because we will sit. I'll just get a random text message just with outside outside of being business related from a lot of a lot of the accounts that I deal with. You know, so it's not all about business all the time, which is great. Yeah, I can still joke around and and um, like whenever I fly out um, to just any store or something like that, um, you know, we'll go see stores and then at the end of the night, man, we'll we'll go have dinner with the team and we'll have a couple of drinks and we'll laugh and then we'll just hang out for a couple hours too. So Alright, so the website again, what is it? Uh, yeah, bonafidenutrition.com. Bonafidenutrition.com and then what's the big expo in Houston they can catch you at at the booth? Um so the American Fit Expo, um, so that'd be a quick drive from College Station. Uh yeah it's just like an hour away, but it's American Fit expo it's usually um every june of the year um give or take uh, they haven't came out with the exact date for next year um but uh, we have there's also um i think we have a nutrition depot event um in the spring location that's coming up in november um so that's a cool little event that you can come out to and that's in spring that um that uh tons of samples and 
you know, giveaways and stuff like that too. Um, that if you just kind of want to come down for some sort of a fitness expo or event, that's a good one. Right on, man. All right, Bryce. Well, thanks a bunch. I appreciate your time. And, uh, man, I know it's going to be just, it's awesome. I can't wait to watch it grow, dude. Awesome. Sounds good. I appreciate you reaching out. Look forward to uh, maybe doing another one soon. Yeah. Tell Champ, go Cubs. Hey, yeah, he, he already knows. Uh, <laughs> he, he hates he hates Kyle Schwarber so much, and I just want to like punch him sometimes. There's no, there's no rhyme or reason. Um, and I'm a huge Cubs fan. We'll be up there next week. And um, he's such a punk when it comes to the Cubs. And the dude has like, uh, I think it's like 35 home runs, and he's like, oh, he's garbage. He's garbage. He, like, he told me, he goes, tell him Schwarber stinks. Yeah. And he's like, he'll know that came from me. I was like, yeah. Yeah. but he doesn't, and they have Rizzo. Like, Rizzo's awesome. Rizzo's awesome. Uh, let's, not, let's not get into El Mago. Javi Baez, the magician. Oh, there. I like watching yeah, him play. So, I like yeah, watching him play. Great. Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I, I like the Cubs. I have no problem. Good. I love Wrigley. I've been there twice, and I love, I love it. Um, Fenway is Fenway's probably my favorite that I've been to. Yeah, I've heard that. Um, but it's hard for me. Champs always like, man, why are you not like you don't go to many Astros games? Like, dude, it's it's hard for me once you go to Wrigley. Like, there's something about sitting in the friendly confines in the bleachers, drinking a cold beer outside with not a roof. A roof is not baseball to me. Um, and and he does he just he doesn't understand it, but. No, I mean, I I instantly became, not that I was, I didn't dislike the Red Sox, obviously. I liked the Red Sox, but I I became a fan of the Red Sox when I went to Fenway. It's like infectious. Um, Similar to the Cubs, very similar. It's like they they support their team through thick and thin no matter what. Um, I would say Cubs fans are more rowdy than Red Sox fans. Out in the Ivy, sitting behind there in the bleachers, it gets, it gets fun. It gets That's the real only place fun. I sit. No, it's That's the, the best. It's yeah. the best. It's a good yeah. time. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good time for sure. All right, man. Well, I'll see you later. All right. Appreciate it, brother. Have a good one.